I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, Radiant Lights. Great to connect with everyone. Hello, everyone in the chat. See all of you. Um, thank you so much for being here. Those of you that are new to the program, the chat also knows as a sacred space of empowerment room really grounds and anchors the healing light energy. Helps me so much um, energetically and also with sound, making sure that my sound is good and it's coming out clearly. Um, But I consider them my co-hosts. So welcome, everyone. And I still am um, listening by phone, Tammy. Great. Okay. So I'm still um, in the mountains, and so next time I'll have to bring, usually I bring my computer, but anyway, I'm on my iPad, and I can't get into the chat because it's Adobe and all that, all that stuff, Um, that techie Apple versus PC stuff, right? So um, if you want to listen by phone, that would be great. I know some of you are listening by phone. However, if you have a question or a comment, um, then you need to press one on your keypad. And if you're not listening by phone, but you want to listen by phone, or you want to call in with a question or a comment, that number is 347-539-5122. That's 347-539-5122. Um, okay, we're going to dive into the program. Second half of the program, we have Rebecca Dawson that's going to be on. We're going to be, um, her book is The Agreement. Uh, we'll talk to her. Um, channeler and international speaker and author so we'll get her take on some things and talk about her book yay it's so great to be here with all of you um also want to remind everyone um some of you emailed me yes 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 i do have a teleworkshop this weekend the 16th which is so interesting because the reading that i did for youtube (laughs) for the weekend energies, talked about connecting to the spirit realm and the astral, um, and that's a part of the workshop. So um, it was very interesting because the reading turned out a little differently than my meditation. The beginning turned out like how my meditation went, um, and then it kind of just morphed. So anyway, if you are open to that or that's something that resonates with you, you can find out more information on soulplayground.life or a bread, uh, Eventbrite. Um, also, it should be posted somewhere on Facebook and, of course, my Insta story. And then on the 23rd of this month, we are doing our tarot course. So that's, we meet every other week. So we meet every two weeks. It's a three-month course. And diving into the mystical aspect of tarot and how you can use tarot to uncover your soul's path and purpose 
with a guidance uh, system, and then also um, how it uncovers the meaning of your relationships. So you, we're going to be diving into relationships. All right, everyone, again, the number to call in is 347-539-5122. That's 347-539-5122, and press 1 on the keypad. So in my meditation today, um, which some of it I share, you guys will get it earlier because I won't post this on YouTube until Thursday, maybe Friday, uh, probably Thursday since it's done. I usually do Thursday um, midday or Friday morning early at 444. So maybe I'll do it Thursday 444 p.m. instead of Friday 444 a.m. So I know there's a lot of um, not just chatter but unrest and um, a lot of this I've already predicted and I've talked about this. I am doing more in-depth predictions um, and what to do, how to handle the energy on my Patreon, Soul Path community. So if that's something that interests you, you can check out that or those of you that um, are part of the Soul Path um, Patreon community, I'm just giving you a heads up that there's... Um, I'm going to try to do this because I get... Um, you know, a lot of people, clients of mine, friends, family, you know, email, text, phone call about what's going on in the world externally. And part of it for me is because I predicted it so long ago, I just see it playing out. It's unpleasant. I don't really want to have to experience it, but it is here. And I do want to talk a little bit about that because I have realized that in one way, when we get messages and we start listening to them, when you start getting intuitive messages, dreams or visions, or those of you that are opening to channel, it's, it's obviously to help you and help, help other people navigate, but it's also so that you actually believe and start trusting. So much of what I have predicted has come about that would seem like, sci-fi fantasy story that I don't want to take in any other information because I so 5,000% trust not only my intuition, but the spiritual hierarchy, the channel guidance that I receive over the years. So it's given me a level of confidence to, I think, come out more and also to share from a 30-year span of what I've been receiving. And then, of course, those visions of 2015 and 2016. So I share this with you because you want to start taking what you receive into account. And, of course, you have to do emotional clearing. You have to be clear emotionally so you don't get caught up in fear. You have to have or, you know, misinterpret what you're receiving. That's why a lot of my teleworkshops and Zoom workshops and in-person workshops, when I'm doing working with people with, you know, intuition and psychic development or opening the channel, I really, really stress them doing their own personal work, shadow work, healing work, family of origin work, because a lot of times if you don't do that or you, and you don't have ways of confirming, you know, understanding what you're receiving, the messages and how your own mind works and body, because some things come through your body wisdom. And if you don't have the checks and balances, the way of getting the confirmation and the way of knowing if something's a projection, 
then you're not going to have accurate information. So no matter what, you still have to do the inner work. <laughs> no doubt. There's no – but the thing is, once you do it enough, you've done it for years and years, it becomes second nature. You just know what's your stuff, and you know when it's up, and you know when you're projecting, and you know what's – you know, you have the tools, and you use them. You just know. You know, it's it's like anything else in life. We know – you know, what what foods to use or what supplements or if you're tired and you need extra rest, what do you do? Or you do need a, you know, day to walk or be in nature or to take a nap. Or We have all these remedies. And so much of this new emerging consciousness that's downloading, you know, we're uploading it, um, imbibing it, drawing it in and embodying it, is about coming from cause, causal point that we do know that the, this, and that's the Aquarian age, is this whole, whole idea of self responsibility, reliability, self accountability, um, resilience, and adaptability. And that's what's needed to go to the next level, whether it's individually or within community or a collective, you know, and there'll be small communities, small groups that are transmutating and transforming uh, to help the collective do that. So so I was really getting um, that message as well as be present. You know, I posted this on my Instagram, you know, today about the program, about Rebecca being on, that, um, you know, we can't hide, you can't hide your consciousness from the universe. It's responding to where you're at and what you're focused on, no matter what it looks like externally. You could look like you have it all together or you could ask this or the most spiritual that and you wear the colors and you don't eat and you're, you're vegan and vegetarian, whatever. But consciousness is really an inside job. I always say this, consciousness is an inside job and it has nothing to do in, on some level with what you're doing externally, how you're doing it. You know, um, I've met some people that were, I mean, people have heard me talk about this one of the times when I lived in Europe with our housekeeper, Anna. She was just so, she was a housekeeper. Very simple, very traditional, old school Italian lady, went to church, but very dialed in spiritually, and psychically. I mean, I used to call her feather duster, her scepter. I'm like, Anna, you're, you're faking us all out here. You're like this wise woman, high priestess, dressed as a housekeeper, you know, like you're seeing more, you know. And I was actually able to help facilitate a major healing for her because she was about to get fired because she had really, really bad back pain um, she must have been at the time, maybe in her 60s, late 60s, maybe 70s, and she really needed the job because her husband, you know, wasn't working. I believe was ill. She had grown children, and we did the energy work. We, I did energy work on her, and she, we, and the house I lived in, three levels, three flights of stairs. She blew everyone away, bouncing around. <laughs> um, so remember that, that wherever you're at, you know, it's really your consciousness. And, and, and working on ourselves goes a long way to amping up our 
consciousness and connecting us more to our true vibrational frequency, our soul signature frequency. Um, the other thing that I was receiving also was being in the present, that being more in the present and recognizing our soul gifts and abilities and not only accessing them, but using them more in the world, whether it's individually, one-on-one, family, friends, however it's happening, you're contributing to the collective. Everything and everyone contributes to the collective. We don't reach a critical mass, you know, a tipping point to get to that critical mass unless people are more stepping into this energy and embodying it. So I hope that brings some clarity um, and, and understanding. You know, right now it's about striving for soul expression and not perfection. That was the other thing the guys were saying. It's not about being perfect. It's not about the perfect time or looking perfect or doing it perfectly, um, the soul expression right now. Express more and more from the soul. Have more and more soul-centered experiences. Love from the soul, which means from the heart, open from the heart. See two points of view, three points of view. Don't get locked in extremes of the polarity so that you're locked in the, the wounded ego aspect, whether of yourself or the collective. You know, nurture your wounds, lick your wounds, take care of yourself. But when you're making decisions or you're even viewing what's going on in the external world, try to ascend, rise above, above duality, above the extremes of the polarity plane as much as possible so you can understand, you can stand under the experience and look around stand in someone else's shoes, even if they're misguided, even if it's horrible, heinous, wrong, you can see the wounded little boy or the little girl. That doesn't mean, yeah, tyrants. I mean, it's scary. Yeah, tyranny, you know, uprising, civil war. I mean, all of this. But we don't shift the perspective. It's like children. And you parents know this and teachers. If you can't reach, you can't reach a child that's especially that's been wounded or alienated by discipline alone, by punishment. Even if they have to be disciplined or they have to make amends, at least if you can in your mind get the viewpoint of how they are where they are, how they're acting out, why they're acting out, the way they're acting out, misguided, and even understand or have a dialogue or just... Honestly, because it's about consciousness, all you have to do is see it in your mind's eye and feel it in your heart where someone is at. And it's a big ask, but we're all going to be living this way, so you might as well just start trying it on for size um, because we're not going to make the change. Thousands and thousands and thousands of years we've been doing the same thing, the same story, the same game, us and them fighting. It's the same. Enslaved, master slave, feudal state, fee state. Power over, I'm underpowered, you know, uh, dominator, invader, culture. It's the same. It's the same. I don't care what dimension. You know, if you, if you, if people that are talking about the Galactic Federation, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's spaceships and lasers. Beam me up, Scotty. It doesn't matter. Um, torpedoes, submarines, warships. Those, those, what are those big ships back in the 1700s, 15, 16, 17, 1800s? And the wars, the cannons, sabers, 
swords, right, sword and shield, wearing all the chain mail, armor, drones. It, it doesn't matter, however you dress it up. So for it not to happen anymore, people have to leave the game because when you leave the game, even if it's just in consciousness on an inside job in your personal life, you no longer give it power. You start shifting the vibrational resonance. There becomes less and less resonance for that way of life and way of being. Hey, everyone in the chat, I see you. Let's see who else is in. I can't see everyone. Lynn, I see Laura, Tammy, like Calla Lily. Hey, there. All right, everyone. Good. To, and those that I can't see in the chat, welcome. Okay, let's get to callers. Again, 347-539-5122, 347-539-5122, and press 1 on your keypad. And that will get you on air. Let's see. So we're going to get to our first caller, I think. I'm trying to. There we go. Should be coming on air. You'll you'll see yourself or hear yourself unmuted. Hi, welcome to the program. You're on air. 678, you're on air. Okay, I will come back to you. Let's go to the next. Sometimes people walk away or they don't hear. They don't. They're like, oh, I didn't know that I was unmuted. Okay. Hi, welcome to the program. You're on air. Hello. Okay. I hope everyone can hear me. Can you hear me? 512? Okay. Maybe there's something going on. Let's see. Let's try another one here. Hi, welcome to the program. You're on air. Hi, this is Devetta. Hi, Devetta. Welcome. Thank you. I just want to say I love listening to all your YouTube and podcasts. <laughs> oh, thank you, Devetta. Thank you so much. And I'm glad, glad you could call in. Yeah, this is my first time calling in. <laughs> yeah, welcome. So what's your question? So, um, I had been focusing on myself and, you know, trying to get more into spiritual stuff again and I never asked this question like in the past three years because I've had a lot going on but then somebody came into my life and I'm just curious like why did this happen because you wanted to (laughs) you haven't forgotten remember yeah remember our higher self knows what so even if we're not actively working on it and that's going to be like a big learning lesson on so many levels uh, you know different levels for everyone is that we are you know timing the time or timing of things can can be different mm-hmm. like you said you weren't really focused on this right no but you're higher three years. Okay. okay yeah okay but that's, but obviously the focus is there. So I feel like I feel like that area is starting to activate for you. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like, and for many, because we're, it's about right now really finding our soul group, our soul tribe, soul community, or various communities um, that have a similar resonance. You know. Um, yeah. So I feel like you're opening to that, and you're and you're more ready now on an ego level and a personality, the healthy ego, you know, confidence, self-esteem, you're more ready for it, but it's been in the works because you're feeling more 
confident about yourself, and you're also, what I'm hearing is you're seeing your own value. So that's okay. a shift. That's been a big shift. Yeah, you're starting to see your own value, which is pretty powerful. So that's yeah. why, um, but I feel like there could even be more, more than, you know, one, if, if that's interesting for you, there probably is going to be more, um, I feel like there's like a, a floodgate. There's something that's opening because it's like, okay, as, right? As you get more comfortable with this, it's like, oh, I'm ready to meet more people. You know, I'm ready to date. I'm ready to get out there. I'm ready to um, be that. Like it's like a new outfit you have on that you just you want to wear. You want to wear out, mm-hmm. and it's your it's your consciousness. Yeah. Okay. Keep so is this how it unfolds? I don't is know about this person going to be around like or serious. Uh, I I feel like that's why I'm hearing multiple. You know, the guys are being a little bit, you know, cheeky in a way. They're not saying all. Um, I feel that this is just the beginning. So this could be. Let's see. I feel like I there's still more. Like I'm not. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I there's just, more. I feel like this is the opening, and then there's going to be the floodgates. I keep hearing. So it's gonna. It, so you're so not gonna. Funny. You know, it's interesting because right? Because I talked about like, <laughs> you know, the guys were saying don't strive for perfection. So part of it is you you're trying to be perfect. Like you want to be like, okay, I'm I'm done now. I'm ready. But it's like you're gonna see like this. We're never fully done. We're never fully cooked. You know. And mm-hmm. so you're going to be more accepting of yourself and where you're at, um, and that's going to reflect in by by you. I feel dating multiple people. I feel there's going to be more than one, whatever you want to call them, friend or connection or whatever, um, until okay. that one that kind of sticks or stays in. Because, it's, okay. you know, you're having to get used to it. You're having to get used to it in your own mind. Yeah, I've been dealing with a lot with – a court issue for the past three years and involving my daughter. Ah. So my focus is my focus has been on that and it's not over with, but I would say this year with the COVID it's helped me to just kind of relax more. Oh, good. And then I started, I started trying to do more meditation and, and just getting to know myself better and, and get out of that stress I was in. And mm. then, like I said, this I've, so I've never asked a question about, love and then this person just shows up and I'm like this is weird like <laughs> well I feel not- it's the timing but but you are feeling more ready subconsciously you do feel like you and even you just what, what you shared with me is validating mm-hmm. that and confirming this that you know you're like okay well I'm almost done with this or I'm pretty you know done mm-hmm. with this so I can you know entertain people and, you know, and see, my focus I, was more like on myself and my spiritual path than getting somebody coming in and distracting me from that. So that's why I'm like, is this like a test or is it just, why is it happening when I'm trying to like well, figure out where I want to go? Well, but you can do both. You just have to okay. have good boundaries, you know, and if yeah. something's... Be in the present, you know, be in the present, not necessarily how you think things should be. Believe me, I've done it always, and I've seen it always. As a therapist, we learn, oh, okay, you know, you wait six months to a year, 
Well, I've seen people do everything perfect and right. They didn't get in a relationship. They worked on themselves. And then they got a crappy relationship. And they did everything. They did, mm-hmm. right. they did the therapy. They did this and that therapy group and that and that and spirituality. And then I've seen some people pop out of a relationship, get in another one, and then 20 years, 25 years down the road, happily married. So you're going to have to trust your higher self, your intuition. But I do feel with you it is about boundaries and about knowing that you can have it all or do it all, whatever that is to you and whatever's in the moment. It's just about balancing it. It's about having that, you know, not losing yourself in the relationship or focus. Um, One thing I love to do that I think is um, I have a lot of my clients do this is there is this fantasy part of us Mm -hmm. that – you know, we start fantasizing and planning, and then we kind of get swept up. And so a very powerful exercise is to do what we call a fantasy reality script. And so you let yourself have all the fantasies without judging. Oh, gosh, he's the one. We're going to get married. Oh, we're living on top of a hill, you know, whatever, whatever it is, whatever that the fantasy is. Okay. You let it out, and then as much just go right, 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 right. And then you move to the reality script. Oh, I've known him two weeks. Oh, oh, he lives three hours away. Or we just started talking or we had our first coffee date or we just talked on Zoom. You know what I mean? And your mm-hmm. own inner psyche will balance it out for you. You don't have to do anything. Your own inner psyche okay. will take that information and balance it out. And then you'll be able to make the choices and, and, you know, and respond in a way that is harmonious to you, balance, and life-enhancing. You won't get caught up. So I think that's for you. The test is from your higher self. Like, look, you want a full life. You've been working on yourself, and Mm -hmm. you've been having a lot of drudgery, a lot of stuff that you've had to focus on that hasn't been pleasant. Why not Mm -hmm. add something that's pleasant to your life? Have some fun, some, you know, upliftment. Yeah. Why not? I think maybe that's right. What it is. Yeah, yeah why not? Time. It's been a long time. Yeah, I see that. So why not? All right, Davida, keep okay. us posted. We'll have okay. All Thank full. you. All right. Uh-huh. Take all right. care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. Who am I speaking with? This is Sandra. Hi, Sandra. Welcome. Hi. Hi. I I don't have any specific questions. I've been on this line for so long, and I never get through, so I'm super excited that I actually get to speak to you today. Um, Oh, yay. Yay. (laughs) So I just, anything that you see for me, um, uh, it doesn't really matter. It could be love. It could be finances, career maybe location, whatever you can pick up on. Well, I feel like there's all of it. I feel like you're, um, there's a lot with you working on your foundation of life, your inner psyche, how you think, your beliefs. And I feel like you're still in that um, phase, but you're wanting to do like this quantum leap. You want to move. You want the relationship. You want a new career direction. And I feel like you're gearing up for that. I feel that that's the process. So it is all it is all of it. It's like you're wanting a whole lifestyle change. 
and that is coming for you. There is a new structure. You're still working somehow on structure is what I'm hearing. There's something um, like building a new structure to make the changes. It may come more from the first shift may come more from career is what I'm hearing or adding something to your career or maybe even taking another job or something temporarily so you can focus more on what it is that you want to do. There, there seems to be changes in that area. But interesting enough, Sandra, because I don't know that you've yet totally made the decision, if that makes sense. It still feels like you're still kind of plan in the planning stage. Does that make sense? For sure, for sure. Yeah. For sure. It makes so sense it's like because I – Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll remember. Um, because I, I did, I'm, my lifestyle, I am my brand. My lifestyle is me. So, um, you know, I had to deprogram myself with, you know, working a job rather than going out and creating what I believe. And that's exactly the process that I've been in is creating and a hundred percent taking the leap and dedicating a hundred percent. Cause when you step out as an entrepreneur, what happens is that you still have one foot in and one foot out. Um, so I'm in a one foot in well, so one foot in one foot in and one foot out of what? Yeah. So no, one foot in what? One foot in into the comfort level and one foot out into the unknown of where you know you're supposed to be exploring. Um, so it's really about just going with it and just figuring out as, as you go. Yeah, so you're in that process of, of planning and putting things together so that you can do those steps. And so For it's sure. going to happen. You're still, you're still in the planning. And so I feel like um, I talked about this actually on my video, I think, for next week's energies. It was showing people needing to take at least one step, one tangible step, however small, however big, whatever – but that is going towards what it is that you want to draw in or, and or manifest, what you want to experience, what job you want, what career, what you, you know. So I feel for you a little bit, if you already have the patience, you see it, but it's, it's just having more patience. It's like, yeah, you're on the right track, you're doing it, but it takes time. It, does, it takes time, like you said, work on the mindset, but also to put the plans together and then to see what can I realistically do now? What, you know, what step can I realistically do now? So I feel like more towards the end of the month and definitely into February, you'll probably be moving, doing more of the tangible is what I'm hearing. You'll, you'll, you'll figure out, oh, I can do this on the side, and that's going to help me. That's going to get me more in that direction. Plus I do feel like May, June, more is going to be opening up. Um, I don't know if it's people you're meeting online or something, but there, there, there does show there's another avenue that's going to uh, help you is what I'm hearing. It could be another okay. income outlet. Do you see, do, do you see right. um, any relocation? Any relocations? I know you said it's a little I bit of do, everything. But it's, but, uh, yeah, it's all of it. I said a move. Yeah, it's all of it, but I don't see okay. the move quite yet. It feels like you're still okay. you're focusing on something more tangible with the career step. Mm. But yeah, you're okay. you're you're one of the ones that what I call what I've been seeing. It's not just a karmic completion, but culmination, where you're pulling everything, whether it's other dimensional lives, past lives, this 
past life, this lifetime, this life, this job, this career, this skill set. You're pulling it all together to then bring it to a new arena, a new level, which means a move, a large move, a lifestyle change of how you live, you know, mm. because of the changes that, yes, because of the depth of changes um, that you're making, it's going to require you live differently. And living differently also mm. means in a different location. Mm. Yeah. I receive that. Yeah, like you're, yeah, you're really, yeah. There's a completion where you're at now. All right, Sandra, thanks for calling in. Much peace. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, let's go back and see. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, how are Hi, you you're doing on today? Air. Hi, I'm doing great. What's your first name? Keisha. Hi, Keisha. Welcome. Hi, so I have a, a question. So funny mm-hmm. when you when you called me on. I don't know if you called me before. It was three three three. Oh, I did, but, I yeah. did. Your angels were trying to get you. Two yeah. shots, you. You're next. You're next. <laughs> yeah, I was on a um a business call because I have like some new things I'm starting. So I just want to know. Uh, I'm currently starting um a podcast actually. Yay. Um, Yay. And yeah. I know, so I'm really excited about it. I just, I, I spoke with you a few times, and you always great gave me, like, great insight. So I just kind of want to know if you can let me know business-wise um, how things are going to go for me this year. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, what else are you doing besides the podcast? You're doing something else, I'm hearing. Yeah, so I do classes. Okay, good. Um, okay, good. That's good. And, and I, okay. I also provide services as well. So, Okay, good. Okay, that's what I was seeing. So that seems to be some growth there. Uh, Keisha? Yeah. Higher self guide. They, they, they want you to write a book, even an e-book, workbook of what, really? what you do. Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. Yep, there it is. It came through twice. Yep. Came through as a channeled message, and then, uh, yeah, you're going to reach more people. Sun and Aquarius in the fifth house with my astrodice, but just channeling me. I heard a book. What's the next step? So you, you're you stepping out. You're expanding your platform, if you will, or your personal platform, and you're going to be, I feel like, linking up with others, uh, other people's platforms. But, uh, yeah, you're meant to write a book. It doesn't have to be a biggie. It could be an ebook, something, but it's something tangible. There needs to be something tangible um, that you're adding. That's, uh, that's, it's, it tells me it's a cornerstone um, of your services, and it's mm. also going to be that you're going to talk and share about. Now, this may not happen until March, April, May. You probably are going to be thinking about it after this session. But something mm-hmm. is going to come through. Um, it might even be like a workbook, or you base the book, you do the book in a, a workshop or something. A class is centered around the book. That's what I'm hearing. It has to do with the classes that you're doing. Mm, okay. So yeah. So it could be the I don't know if it's all of the classes as a book, or it's one particular class, but it has to do with class because I'm seeing the word class. I hear classes. The classes she's doing is what I'm being told, and the book. Okay. Yes. Okay. 
Yes. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. All <laughs> right, Keisha. All right. Well, thanks for uh, calling in. Talk to you later. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Very powerful. I'm still seeing it now, Keisha, in my mind's eye. Still talking about this book. So, yes. Hello. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Okay. Come back to you. Let's see. Okay. That number is 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad. If you want to get on air, let's see, here we go. Let's try. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Hi, you're on air. Okay, I don't know if this is people walking away or on the phone, on the switchboard. I will come back to you. All right, let's see. Okay. All right, everyone. Wow, there's a lot. I love this. There's a lot of this new energy coming through for everyone. This um, soul call. Um, the good tarot, it's the call. It's the judgment card in tarot. And that, that is the wake-up call. That is – some people could be like a rude awakening, a little slap-slap. But I feel for many of you, it's like there's like – two lanes right now, you know, um, and you can't fake it. You have to be where you are. Many, many, there's many people, there's a strong group that's feeling more creative, that's activated, that wants to reach out, that wants to help, that wants to be of service. It's starting new businesses, companies, empowering themselves, helping to empower others, um, getting these downloads, you know, opening to the new emerging consciousness and therefore creating and co-creating the new paradigm. And so there's this movement. Then there is another group that's kind of, not that everybody's going to have some fear, but is caught up more in the the fear and a little, you know, flight, fright, fear, freeze, you know. There's like freezing or getting caught up in the drama of the the fight, the oppositional energy. Um, Oppositional energy, if you think about it, it's, as you ascend, expand, as you, as you move more in the awakening and, and soul alignment, um, as you are accessing more of the spiritual energies, the higher frequency or more expanded or elevated energies of more of the elevated consciousness or expanded, I call it expanded but also extended consciousness because it, it extends out to everything and everyone. There's less and less idea of separation and cutting off and us and them. And when you extend or expand in that, you realize that the oppositional energies are simply distortions of the electrical magnetic energy, the masculine, the feminine, right? Divine masculine, divine feminine. Um, Too much electricity causes sparks, can even cause fire, right? It causes issues, problems, harm and hurt too much uh, magnetic energy, you become, you wait for things to happen. You know, sometimes waiting is great, but you may just pull yourself out, you know, withdraw, cut off, and, and a retreat that is more of a cutting off instead of a healthy retreat. And so that you see that these energies, so there has to be this, there has to be this balancing force because out of the balancing force, 
there's a harmonization that's allowed to take place. It happens alchemically. Cooks know this. Chefs know this. That's when they, how they blend spices. You can't have all hot spices or they'll have, you know, you look at Indian cuisine, they'll have very spicy food and then on the side they have, you know, yogurt to counterbalance it. So you have to feel right now, see and feel where is the counterbalancing point in your life, in, in, in what you want to do individually and then how you fit in with the external world the mainstream or race consciousness. What's the balancing point? We're in a very powerful transmutation and transformation, and a lot will be changed the next five years. A lot will be changed. Um, healthcare, education, you know, what we, how we live, what we expect, what we depend on. You know, again, self-reliability, reliability in small groups, families, communities. It's not going to be enough to try to do things on your own. You're going to have to share, share resources. It's not only financial, but it could be insight or help or tasks or some gift that you have you're able to share and somebody else is sharing. And, you know, and multiple gifts. A lot of gifts that perhaps are talents or abilities or training that you had, formal training, informal training, that come back that you're using now. Like, oh, I didn't think I'd ever use this again, or I didn't think this was valid, but now I'm, you know, integrating this, or now I'm using this. So, yeah, that's the soul call, a big part of the soul call. All right, let's see if anyone else in the queue. Okay, there's a couple people that you have that you want to get on air. Make sure you're near your phone or computer, those of you that are calling in through computer. Hello, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello? Hello. Hi, you're on air. Hi. Oh, hi. Hi, what's your first name? Um, hi. My name is Cassidy. Cassidy? Hi, Cassidy. Welcome. Thank you, thank you. What's your, yeah. What's your um, I don't have any specific questions. Um, I was just wondering if you've seen anything for me. Oh, I see a lot of um, things. Yes, I see a lot of things for you. So let's. Where do we want to? What do you want to focus on? What do you want to? Um, I guess career path, and right now I'm kind of thinking about moving to a different state. I guess around that. Definitely moving. You're going to have more clarity, I would say, February, probably mid to end of February or March, between February and March. I would say, especially time of Pisces. Um, it does show a move. Um, are you, You're not pregnant, are you, or wanting to get pregnant? No, not, no, not at all. I didn't think so. You okay. don't have a relationship. Yeah. Somebody around you, um, I don't know, sister or sister. You, you're going to have, um, hmm, this is interesting. Hold on here. Are you hearing when you move, it all comes together? and You've kind of known this. So there's some things you've been wanting to have happen mm-hmm. that will happen. 
that are going. I, I see a family. I don't know if you have it now. There's a family around you. Like, I definitely feel like you in a partnership, you know, living in with someone or marriage. But there's, they, they bring an ex, a, a large family with them. There's other children running around. And I, I keep hearing sister-in-law, so you must be – I feel like you're, if you're not in a long-term relationship right now, you're going to be. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of – yeah, there's a lot of family, extended family and children. Um, sister-in-law mm-hmm. will be pregnant is what I'm hearing. I feel children around you also. Hmm? Okay. Yeah, there's a lot around you around children, home, family, relationship. Um, but it feels like it's after you move. It all kind of comes together after mm-hmm. you move, if that makes sense okay. to you. All right. That's probably um, why I yeah. feel like on a soul level you kind of know that. I feel like you already, you know that you need to move. That you're, you're, yeah, you're it was random. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a random feeling that I wanted to move like recently. It just I felt like a really strong urge. Well, it's the timing. It's the, it's again, it's the soul call. You're you're. It's the time. It's the the time isn't there yet on a on a logical or linear level, but mm-hmm. the the timing the timing for you to have this thought is there. And I feel mm-hmm. like you're just somehow going to pick up and leave. It's like kind of quick. You're going to be thinking about it, thinking about it. You're going to look around. I feel you're going to go there. And then I think, I feel like there, there could be somebody that you know there loosely. I, I, and then you just pick up and leave. Mm-hmm. It's like people are going to be a little stunned. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe she moved here. She just moved. But you're going to love yeah. it. The move is going to be great for you. Okay, that's good news. Absolutely great. So just trust your intuition. You're being guided. It's it's not time yet, but it's mm-hmm. time for you to wake up to the idea. That's what's happening. And so now the inner psyche is preparing your ego personality self, the human you, like, oh, so it grows on you. Well, I've been thinking about it a while. You know, yeah, I've been wanting to mm-hmm. move. Yeah, so it's it's going to grow more on you is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Okay. Wow. All right, keep us posted. I definitely will. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing how we get ideas, like could be dreams or reoccurring thought or something we see, and then we kind of – it's like the human psyche has to get used to it, you know. It's like – but then we kind of know – that we're going to be, you know, doing this, whatever it is, transition or next step or move or ready for relationship. You know, a lot of times people say, I just felt someone was around me. I felt it was going to happen. felt the time was right. And then it seems to happen out of the blue. But you kind of know, you know internally, you know, your subconscious mind knows. So there's a lot of those kind of changes right now. And looking at angel numbers or the galactic 1111 or 101010 or 111, especially 1111 is like a psychic tune-up. It's an energetic tune but also helps you navigate, letting you know you're on the right path. 
it has a lot to do with drawing in those that are part of your soul community, soul tribe, soul family, soul pod, those that are of similar resonance or that you're going to have um, experiences with, whether you want to call it karmic experiences, you know, you have karma together, however you want to look at it. Um, so follow those messages. That's the, that's the key. You need to follow the messages. Be open to what you're receiving. All right. Okay, so we have our guest on today. I believe she's calling from, are you calling from Australia? So I don't see the number, but I see 11111. So um, hopefully we get the right one here. All right. Like I said at the top of the program, we have with us today for Awakening Conversation is Rebecca Dawson. And Rebecca is an international channel speaker and the author. Uh, she's based in Perth, Australia. Um, she's been in practice for more than 25 years. Her focus in the last seven years has been on the research and understanding of the shifts that are occurring for Earth and humanity. And her recent book is called The Agreement. Hi, welcome to the program, Rebecca. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Yay! Great to connect with you. (laughs) Perfect timing, right? Thank you. Oh, wow. Well, I'm a Virgo. I'm always punctual. (laughs) Oh, good, good. (laughs) Oh, wow. So, um, everyone's saying hi in the chat. And Tammy, thank you for putting in uh, Rebecca's website, rebeccadawson.net, if any of you want to... um, Get the visual and check her out while we're having our conversation. Ah, oh, Rebecca, so let's uh, roll it back. So you've been doing this a while, and I'd love to know your first awakening and then whatever awakening or awakenings, what got you on this part of your path and focus. Okay. So um, I think I had the kind of childhood, actually, where I was never really un- unawakened, uh, I guess, these days, that's not so unusual, but I, it probably was for my generation. Um, so, yeah, I could always see things and hear things and feel things that, that most other people couldn't. So I, I didn't really lose memory either of, of who I was, I guess, when I entered this life experience. But the channeling, per se, uh, and bringing through the kind of information that we do now and, and the way in which that's delivered to people and shared with people. Um, that happened to me for the first time when I was around 18, 17, 18 years old. And it was a very spontaneous event. Uh, I always had an ability to tap into wisdom, but not in such an efficient way of delivering it. <laughs> so that was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, I didn't really cha- plan on being a channeler. I was quite happy to um, go and do something else. I was studying architecture at the time. So uh, it was a little bit of a disruptive experience, actually, and took me some time to to come to peace with it and realize that it wasn't something that I do, but it more became something that I am or how I mm. express truth. Mm, I like that. Not more than what you do, but something that you are. Yeah, because you, once you have that experience and that ability, you do see world life, people differently you know it's just I, that's my experience in a way you don't turn it off it's it's um it's a yeah. perception it's a different way 
I love the way you say that because actually the greatest the greatest joy and privilege for me in in doing what I do is that I have access to the most incredible views of life. Um, while those messages are yeah. coming through, whether it be for a big audience or an individual, you know, to be able to mm-hmm. see from that perspective is, is it's mind blowing. And I think actually mm-hmm. it's what gets me through. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. I say that very often, like that perspective and that understanding and then to see where in the midst of turmoil or whatever's going on, whether individually or a group or collectively to see where it's going is kind of a bit of a gift and a blessing um, because you don't always see just only the the bleakness or short-sightedness of something. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now did you um, just open to this and then continue on your path as being a channeler and opening up more and more to that? Um, Or did you study? Did you train in anything else, other modalities? Oh, oh, yes, all of the above. Okay. Okay. You know, as as I'm sure you've you've experienced, it's quite a different thing. Even to be able to come on, you know, uh, well, we didn't have podcasts back then, but to come on on a radio show and even talk about something like channeling. I mean, it wasn't something. I I I have spent a bit of time in the United States, and I'm aware that you guys are a little bit more open-minded, and uh, it's a little bit more um, of a conversational topic, but. Bear in mind, this is the here in Perth, we're the most geographically isolated city in the world, and quite a small population, and, and a fairly conservative culture, mm. believe it or not. <laughs> We've still got that. that those right. Is it, so, uh, something to really talk about. Yes. Well, believe it or not, the, the United States was, because um, when I started channeling, people were like, "What? What? Why did your voice? Does your voice change? Why, what is that?" What, People hadn't really heard of it. It wasn't until I went to England and studied that there, I saw other people with this similar gift or ability, and I started understanding it more. So England, with their metaphysics and you know esoteric studies, there, there was more of that. Then when I came back, it was starting. And now, of course, people are more wow. know about it. And um, But here in the States, it's not so much. Was believe it or not, more closed. Because we didn't really have a strong metaphysical community in the infrastructure of the United States. You know, England had right. remedies, homeopathy, herbs, goddess. I did Wicca there, goddess, others and everything. You know, I was like, oh, listen, you know, they had the ancient wisdom, the Druids, the United States, maybe a little of the native traditions or indigenous, but not much. I mean, yeah. um, now I don't know much about Australia. You know, you say more conservative. Is that overall in Australia or is that just well, I, where you're I think living? that's changed a lot yeah I think it's overall mm-hmm. in Australia I think there's pockets of communities that are a little bit more focused uh, on on spirituality and matters of consciousness but I think that's changed an awful lot in the last 10 years I've certainly seen that change a lot I mean when I first went okay. into you know clinical practice I had to call myself a holistic counsellor um, and really calling myself a channeler 
It was almost like coming out of a closet. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is, careful. honey. Even psychic. I mean, it is. It is. Even still, sometimes I have a pause. It's like, okay, are they going to think? If you're bumping up against the mainstream, you know, um, something That's more that. in the, yeah, mainstream system, it is. People are more open. Um, and you're right. I do think it was like the, it's been like the last 10 years or so. There seems to have been more of an opening and uh, embracing and understanding or even more of an interest without being afraid. That's you know, right. right? And so, so while we do have awakened communities here, I think, I think for me the, uh, the comfort with being a little bit more visible really came mm. actually fairly recently. I, I, I was in Uluru uh, about five or six years ago, and there was a, a group of channelers there from the United States, and it was a revelation to me that they could do it so mm. publicly. <laughs> yeah, right? I know, right? Instead of mincing words of what you do. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But of course, these days, you know, there's, uh, I think with all the changes that are happening on the planet, it, it's quite wonderful for people like you and I, because I think things that we've been uh, knowing and, and speaking about for such a long time, people are really beginning to wake up to en masse. So it's an yeah. incredible time. Absolutely. And almost have no, I guess, choice to, because there's not a lot of answers Um in the in the mainstream world, you know, or what, where people would normally get their their answers. Um, yeah, something you talk yeah. about that I want to definitely dive in um, about with your your book, especially the agreement. I love how um, you put it to to be able to ease in or more easily come into this highly elevated conscious awareness and helping people undertake the shift, you know, that's just beautiful to not resist it. Um, as well as you talk about this embracing life from this new level, you know, this more cosmic unified level. Um, can you right. talk about a little bit of where we're at? I want to dive into your book as well, and you can weave that in, but where you see we're at and what will help people during this transition. Sure. Well, I mean, I think where we're at at the moment, I actually, I actually did a big, um, a big live stream about this just a couple of days ago. It was our annual one for the year and, and where we're at. And, and the way that it's been described is that the whole spectrum of human consciousness, the whole range of our apparent individual form is like a range of light that's moving into a focus point squeezing into a point of compression so that we can go through a keyhole and move out the other side into a completely new paradigm. Now, when we talk about new paradigm, we talk about new ways of creating, new ways of relating, because we've been in, in a cycle of experience now for a repetitive cycle for around 300,000 years or so, well, we've been experiencing, in essence, the same sorts of experiences over and over again. Same kind of yes. blueprints have been recycled. <laughs> yeah. So it's been very I just talked about this. I love voice. that you're saying this. Yes, we've been in the same yeah. repetitive. I called it doesn't matter if you're doing laser light, drones, or swords, and those, you know, old ships, you know, the big galleon ships with the 
cannons. It's been the same cycle, the same story, the same pattern. The same thing. Over and over. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's not just collectively. That's also within ourselves. You know, the same stories, the mm-hmm. same drama, the same trauma. And so in order to really create something new, some people are calling it a new earth, a new dimensional fabric, a new era for humanity. In order to do that, we really have to come together as a collective to pass through that keyhole and actually move into a new era. And so where we find ourselves mm-hmm. in 2020 and moving into 2021 is we're all sort of squeezed into this tiny space. And this is a time where mm-hmm. we become deeply aware of each other. And, and this whole spectrum of humanity that must move through en masse, the collective consciousness, is not just the people you think are awakened, it's also the people that you might think are not awakened or mm-hmm. the people that uh, do things that you don't think are the right things to do, people that you wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable about or themes that you might not feel comfortable about. And so this is a time of great exposure where we mm. become suddenly aware of each other in a way that we can't deny. And in a way, we, be, we become very clear about our humanity. Because we're all yes. sitting in this tiny little space together right now and it feels like a compression and it feels like a squeeze mm-hmm. and it feels like we're stuck. But we're actually mm-hmm. just on the cusp of unlocking this door and moving into something new. And that's what this year is, at least the first three or four months of 2021. Mm. So I would suggest it's not really a time to take definitive action, but it's a time to actually just take a good look around and to embrace the diversity of humanity, embrace that we're all in this together, and take a big, deep breath because things are going to move pretty quickly in the second half of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I love the way you put it. It's time to, you know, we're becoming very aware, acutely aware of each other and, um, you know, these differing, perceptions and realities um, that it does cause a squeeze. But it's also, I mean, I know it's a little, it's harsh and tragic, but it's also on one level beautiful. It's so, I guess because some of it I see like the wounding of humanity and, and you, you know, when you, you said how we this repeating individually and then as a collective, this cycle, we do have the chance, we're, we're breaking that, you know, there's a new story or this you know, the new unfolding. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, duality itself, which is really the hallmark of our, of our, of our cycle as we've known it, duality is what allows that cycle to keep running. It's like being between, you know, between two mirrors. We're in a hall of mirrors, you know, you've got your duality, you've got your black and white, your good and your bad, and your left and your right, your up and your down. And as we move mm-hmm. towards this keyhole collectively, that which we like to keep separate from ourselves, oh, we have nothing to do with those people. That's, that's yeah. totally the opposite to us. Those, those two points of duality move closer and closer and closer and closer together. And we find our attention oscillating between the two so quickly, black and white, good and bad, up and down. And so, mm-hmm. they, so, so close at this time, it's like it's in your face. It's in your face. 
We can't really avoid it. And that's the point at which we have an opportunity to embrace what we think is in opposition to us. And then we pass through into something new. And that's, that's the unification experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting as you start getting more and more of that awareness and extend or expanded the consciousness, it gets hard. You really, it gets harder to have those oppositional views. You know, hard left, hard right, hard yes, hard no, hard wrong, you know, good, bad. You know, it gets, as you start seeing all these, like you said, intricacies, you start seeing all these nuances. You see how someone can have arrived at this choice or decision and, you know, how it's playing out. And, um, you know, I've had clients of mine even say that, and they're like, I can only talk to you this way because if I did it with someone else. They would unfriend right. me. They wouldn't be my friend or family. They'd start, yeah, and I'm like, I That's know, right. I get it. Right? Also, also here in Australia, yeah. Uh, I think everywhere at this time. And, and you know, I think th- what we would normally have done in the past is that we would seek to remove that which is not resonant with us. We would seek yeah. to remove or distance ourselves from that which is not in agreement with us. And yet this is the time for unification and it, I had this great um, comparison the other day about, you know, soldiers at war, when you're, when you're attacking or defending from a distance, it's, it's very depersonalized. All you want to do is get rid of the enemy. But the closer you get to each other, when you start to look each other in the eyes, you just see each other as, as humans uh, or as consciousness. Yeah. Oh, I just got goosebumps with that. That's so true. Because you really, yes, you really connect and see that humanity or how they're similar or the same. Um, Now, Rebecca, do you see by what you've been tuning into that that more and more of this awareness or consciousness will be more prevalent? You talk about the squeeze where there's less of the extremes. Well, I think it is happening. I think it is happening, okay. and I think yeah. it always seems to be the most intense experience when there's a compression. And when we mm-hmm. come out the other side of this, you know, there's nothing really left to hold on to because we all suddenly, mm-hmm. well, suddenly, over our, our period of linear time, realize mm-hmm. that uh, there's no opposition. Right. And I think yes. that's... We're not used to being in a in a world where there's no opposition. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. The compliment it becomes the harmonizing point. The compliment. Oh my God, I just can see it. Oh, oh I'm so glad you're sharing with us. Yeah, I we're not used to that. We're, yeah, we're not used to that. And you know, how do we yeah. do things without pushing up against something first? We're so used to the challenge mm-hmm. of pushing up against things. Uh, rather than having, it's like if you're leaning, if you're pressing against a door that's been shut, and you're pushing and pushing and pushing, <laughs> and all of a sudden the door is open, <laughs> and you right, right. to the other side, it can seem a little uh, disorienting because you're so used to that. Push. I'm finding that even, yeah, I'm, individually with with creating or project, that that's like it's less and less, like you don't have to have the the opposition to make something happen or create something or do something or, but we have, right. It's been set up in the past to have this oppositional flow to everything that makes you push up against it to motivate. 
Right. And and also the that mirror effect with cause and effect, which has been very much our three D reality. But mm-hmm. but now we have an opportunity mm-hmm. and this is what we're moving through right now and into a new room with a new way of doing things that's all about creating with resonance. And and this is why the book's called Agreement. It's about the agreement. We don't have to push against anything anymore or donate energy to anything anymore. It becomes about resonance. Mm. It's a different way of, of being. And we're not used to it. <laughs> no, no, no. No, and even individually, we get touches of it, and then it's like, oh, wait, 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 where's the push? Don't I need to, isn't there something, you know, opposing me that I have to break through, you know, make happen? Um, Right. Yeah. So let's dive into your book, The Agreement. Um, Very curious about that title. And... And I again go back to I love how you say it's helping people ease into this, ease into this, to navigate to this um, and through this. Right. So the agreement really is is uh, it, it's almost a handbook. I think it's a, it's a, mm-hmm. probably the weightiest book that we've written, and and I feel the most profound because it it, it talks about the pillars of existence for us, and that's the body, emotions, thought, relationships, uh, and, and creation and belief. Belief's a big section in there. We, we have such a, a presumption about what those things are and how they're created, but we've only understood those aspects of our experience in terms of a third-dimensional cycle. So what, what mm-hmm. do all of those aspects of our experience look like in this new reality we're moving into? It's a completely different ballgame. Mm-hmm. Everything about us begins to operate and function differently. And so each section in this book covers this is how it works in this new reality. This is, this is how sound works. This is how emotion works. This is how your body works. Because it's like entering a whole new world and taking the same set of laws and principles with you and they don't really apply so well anymore, which is why so many people have been really challenged in the last five years or so with all the practices they had for manifesting or creating or pushing in life, all the things that worked for them before don't seem to be working so well anymore. So there's different principles for creation that are coming. So we just Very, very true, yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. Now, what can help people uh, that you're finding that you're seeing in your practice um, align? Obviously, reading your book, Agreement, and you know, using that as a navigational tool. But just people listening right now and that are going, okay, I am going through this, or I feel the difference, and yeah. I don't know what to do. You know. Well, I would I would suggest that there's two things I think that are incredibly simple and incredibly powerful practices. The first one is to ask questions. Because there's something very Mm. powerful and vibrational in asking questions. So rather than be very clear about, oh, this is what's going to happen, or this is what I want to happen in my day, in any given moment, just by asking a question, we actually unlock ourselves from cycles of experience and open up the door to new possibilities that we didn't know about. So it could be something mm. simple as, 
I wonder what this coffee is going to taste like. Or I wonder mm. what I will purchase in this shop today. Because mm-hmm. every time you move into a question about something, I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder what this is. We immediately get out of all of our memory about how life is and memory is what, what, is what kicks off cycles of experience. And it brings us into the present moment and availability for something new to happen. So that's the first mm. thing, asking questions all the time, being curious, incredibly important. The second thing I would suggest is spontaneous action. Because spontaneous action, and it doesn't have to be massive things. Oh, I'm going to sell my house. I'm going to leave my husband and so on. It doesn't need to be the big scary thing. Sometimes it is. (laughs) But spontaneous action is how consciousness actually operates. And, And pure consciousness itself is in an experience of creating a new reality through us. So when we act from spontaneity, we're in creation mode. And so spontaneity is like being in a room where there's only two doors. There's one in front of you, one behind you. You could do what you've done in the past or you can go forward into the future. Very linear. Spontaneity and doing something spontaneous enables that room of experience to suddenly have 50 doors. Mm. Suddenly there's new pathways. Suddenly there's new directions and new things you can do. It's like an unlocking mechanism for the cycle of time that we've been in. So allowing yourself to have small spontaneous movements, all the big ones if you like, really begins to free us up from what we've always done and makes us available to what hasn't yet been done. So it could be something really simple. I'm putting on my left shoe first instead of my right shoe today. Or I'm going to drive this way to the grocery store instead of this way and see what happens. And it's quite an incredible way of being. And it's something very simple we can do that can really begin to unlock new things for us. And Rebecca, does that? it sounds also like a pattern interrupt, that it starts interrupting the pattern like that's, that, that might be etched in you know, like the groove, it, it, it sounds like it kind of moves around the energy, you know, moves things around um, energetically. Yeah, it gets us out of program. <laughs> it gets ah, us out of programming, okay. gets us out of strategy, gets us out of habitual behavior and experience and actually gets us back into our creative mode. Mm-hmm. Creating life. Which if you think that children creating, yeah, children, until it's socialized out, you see are very spontaneous with their creation, with their actions, that curiosity, you know, the, they don't say, oh, I've started this, I have to stick with this now, you know, it's like, oh, I, that looks interesting too, I want to try that, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's... And if you notice with your children too. Thank you. If you notice with children, when they, they ask a lot of questions, but when they ask questions, they don't really care about the answer. It's the mechanism of asking the question. Ah, because in that mechanism that of asking the sense. question, they've opened up a new space for something to happen. You, uh-huh. you give the, the child an answer and they're already on to the next thing. They're not really interested in I know, right? Right. The question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
And then also, it's very interesting when you're talking about the question, answering the question, just like with children, there's, a, there's more engagement in the asking of a question. And even if somebody is giving their perception or their answer to that, there's this true engagement because something bubbles up that, to answer, you know, to think about, to talk about. Um, can keep things very open, more open and more and fresh, you know, and more alive. Yeah, and they wow. don't keep their attention on any one thing for too long. <laughs> Not like yes. that. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so they're always yeah. always creating a new experience. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And where do you see the whole? Um, Oh, Tammy in the chat is saying, what a good point about the mechanism of asking. Yeah, I think that's a great takeaway, everyone. That's a really great, um, you know, to put more of those questions in our life. It just, because you, 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 you're opening up to more of the source energies, the creative energies of yourself, the universe, just by putting yourself in that openness. You're opening. Fine. I mean, something as, something as simple as, you know, eating eating an apple, if you're eating an apple mm. and you, you're you relating to your memory of that apple, then you eat that apple and you already know what an apple tastes like and what that experience is. So you're not really having a conscious experience with that apple. You, you, you start mm-hmm. to eat it and suddenly you're in a memory loop and you're not even conscious to the fact that you're eating it. And yet if you're eating that apple, I, oh, I wonder what this is. I wonder what it tastes like. I wonder what it will feel like in my mouth suddenly you're having a very, very conscious experience. And that's when everything begins to feel different. Right. So in a way, what I'm hearing you say is it's it's really being present. Yeah. Present and aware. Yeah. Yeah. Because all new things happen in the present moment. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, the past. Um, Where do you see this idea of expansion and, you know, relating more, expressing more from a soul and the idea of expanding consciousness, expanding what we're doing? It feels like we're in this expansion mode or a lot of growth, Um, even though I know a lot is being, you know, whittled away or torn down. Do you you see and feel that, that we are in this expansion mode? I, I do, and I think, you know, this has been happening for a long period of time leading up until where, to where we are now, which is really the pointy end, <laughs> the light spectrum coming yeah. into this very small space. And so for a lot of people, they're not feeling expanded right now, actually, especially a lot of awakened right. people. I don't know if you've heard this too from, from a lot of your um, friends and callers, that you feel, you've been feeling like you've been progressing for so many years, and now you're feeling really compressed bit frustrated you don't know where you're going you can't see and that's because the last mm-hmm. the last frontier really of expansion into this consciousness and as this consciousness is the loss of identity mm-hmm. and so for many people yeah. right now you know we, we are often led to believe that when we become more conscious and more awakened that we'll have a clearer sense of who we are and what our direction is and yet the opposite has occurred for many people yeah. The more awakened yeah. and conscious they've become. And now I now I, I thought I knew where I was going and what I was doing, but now I have no idea. I somehow I've, yeah. I've fallen off the path. 
And yet it's good for people to know that the last, the last kind of boundary, the last limitation is your sense of individual identity. So a lot mm-hmm. of people have been feeling that and experiencing a crumbling of identity, especially in the last two years. Yeah, and that I've is had that. Yeah. yeah, I've had that and a less identification with past. It doesn't have the That's emotional, the yeah, charge, but yeah, the identity um, going, going, gone. You just show up somehow as is. And I have talked to a few people that have had the same um, experience that, you know, because again, like it's that referencing point, like you talked about earlier about pushing against, well, the identity was something to motivate, to make you do something or not do something, you know, and now we don't have that. <laughs> We're getting rid of, you know, oh. now that's dissolving, right? <laughs> I love the way you say that. Perfectly articulated. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think too, you know, what drives our identity is a sense of purpose. So for a lot of people yeah. who who a very kind of, you know, on the conscious path have lost their sense of purpose and how disorienting can that be? But it's a disorientation that's designed to release us, actually, so we can do more. Yeah, Yeah. but if we're just here to have a good time, show up, help each other, create, just to live and be, you know. Yeah, ultimately there's a lot of freeing up, but you're right, there's a lot of these constructs of, you know, purpose and meaning and, you know, you have to do something yeah. and push against this. And um, when that's, it's beautiful when it's gone and as it's leaving, you know, but it is, you're right, for some people it's causing a bit of a major mass identity crisis. <laughs> it's like now what, oh, well, you know, what's my reason for being, right? Absolutely. And I think, too, in the way that we've defined ourselves and that society has defined us in terms of our values, we can easily move into a space where if I don't have a sense of purpose, I don't have any reason to be here. And I've come into contact with a lot of people around the world in recent times who have been asking themselves that question. Do I even have the right to be here if I don't have a purpose? What am I contributing? Mm -hmm. And so I think it's a very important time to remind ourselves that it's our presence and our presence Mm. regardless of purpose that is very, very important at this time. Oh, I love that. Regardless of what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an amazing, like, exploration and and journey of our self-worth and value of just being here as we are to experience and express. When all this other have tos and should and this way and that is is taken away, you know, is dissolved. Um, that's pretty powerful. I mean, that really puts us in a whole different playing field. Um, yeah, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. The presence, is yeah, enough. yeah. And and I think it can be uh, frustrating and um, frightening, but I think knowing mm. that so many other people are going through it too is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yes, really good point. I think that, yeah, knowing that others are going through this and how others are navigated, navigating through it, I mean, some of the stuff that you've shared today, it really, really does help. Because you can think you're a little... Yeah, well, you know, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what's interesting, too, 
is that, um, you know, people often think that because, you know, I'm a, I'm a channeler or I deliver these messages that I don't experience all of these things, all of these challenges too. And, and I absolutely have the human experience of going through all these challenges. So, so when we speak about these things, I don't think anyone is really exempt. <laughs> no, no, we're all going through it. I was just telling a friend this morning, I'm like, I still have to process. I go, even though I see, yeah, you see the vision, you see where you're going, predicting they happen. I said, I still have that aspect of me that goes, oh, God, I don't know if I want to have this discomfort, you know, that we <laughs> I'd rather not, you know, or fear or whatever it is. Yeah, right? It's like, I don't, I like, I was telling her, I go, I do really like comfort. And this is, there's some things that are uncomfortable that are going to, that have been happening and are going to happen. And I'm like, oh, God, yeah. you know. Um, the joy of the collective experience. <laughs> yes, <right. laughs> Oh, gosh. Oh, now, I did want to ask you why, um, if you have an idea, like some of the information that you're getting, you know, and you said like the last seven years has been a shift in what you've been um, channeling. Um, do you feel there's a reason or were you given a reason for the shift in what you're now sharing as well as what's going on with us, let's say, in our current environment? You mean the shift in the information that we were getting and how that yes. related? Yes. Well, that, that's a really good, that's a really interesting question. No one's asked me that before. Um, yes, because, and, and what's really interesting is that when that shift, it was actually around 2010. So it was actually okay. about 10 years now. Gosh, time flies. So I guess the, the kind of information that was coming through prior to that, the 15 years prior to that, was very much already in alignment with what I had understood to be fairly metaphysical and esoteric concepts. So mm -hmm. it all made perfect sense to me as that information was flowing through. But it was a, a deepening, I guess, of understanding about how our universe mm -hmm. works and how it works for us here as humans in this Earth experience. But around 2010, we started to get different information coming through that I have to say, in the beginning, I was... It was a letting go experience as a channeler, which I'm sure you can relate to, because the information that was coming out, I had absolutely zero reference for. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even place it mm -hmm. anywhere. How, is this, how can this be true? This is so far outside of what we understand. How does right. it even make sense? And so it's been 10 years now of bringing through information, which in the beginning seemed so outrageous and out there, that has now become fairly well accepted. Like when we first started talking about a shift into a fifth-dimensional reality, I mean, I really thought about hanging up my boots and <laughs> going and fighting another. I'm not a what? You want me to talk about what? Yeah, I know. And we, we wrote a book about how the, the whole chakra system and energy systems changing and moving into something else. And, you know, there was nothing else out there. There was... The end of karma, for example, we've been talking about for a long, long time. And, and it was very, very difficult to find anyone else who was agreeing with this. Oh, look, there's, there's the agreement. Um, yeah. Or, or anyone else who was talking about it. And, and, and so everything that we were bringing through, there was no agreement for anywhere. So the agreement had to be within myself that I would honor it as it was coming through. And what we're realizing now is that everything we thought we knew 
was based within a third dimensional linear construct. But what happens yeah. when you start to look at life from beyond that? So all of that information we've been putting through, yes, for so long is leading up into this point where, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely gobsmacked and so delighted that mainstream media people are talking about a shift from 3D to 5D. I mean, I've mm-hmm. been hearing this lately everywhere. Wow. I know. That All of a sudden, happened. right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have to say some of the concepts in, in, in our more recent channelings and messages are, again, a bit of a leak. But I'm, because I've been through that last 10 years of watching that leap now come become quite normal modes of information and normal frameworks for information, I'm anticipating that what we're bringing through now, that will accelerate because, you know, time's speeding up now. So in the next five years, it will be common knowledge. Yeah. 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 Oh, so thank you. We have people in the to... chat saying thank you for being here. It's so helpful. Yes. Yes, I agree. I agree. Oh, Rebecca, oh, we're winding here. out on this for this time, but uh, please come back anytime. I love what you have shared. I so love what you're doing. Um, feel so in alignment and um, yeah, it's just great to have you. Yeah, everybody already in the chat. Bring her back. Have her come back. It's part two. Thank please you. Have her back. Yes, yes. The session. And that oh, seminar we just did uh, just a couple of days ago is up on YouTube. It's, it's on my website. So uh, there's lots of information about the coming year. Okay. Uh, and you can um, also get us, the free um, first chapter. Yeah, Rebecca, for our listeners, of course, there's, there's all the info in the description box, but those that are listening now, what is the uh, YouTube channel? I know your website is RebeccaDawson.net. What's the YouTube, your YouTube? Um, just pop Rebecca Dawson channeler in there. Um, okay, perfect. And that should all pop up. And, of course, your book is The Agreement. All right, Rebecca, thanks for um, being here with us. Come back soon, and we'll dive in again. Take good care. Much peace. Big hug. All right. All right, everyone. That was Rebecca Dawson. I think we just lost her. Um, got disconnected somehow. Uh, anyway, that was Chandler and um, international speaker and, of course, author of the book The Agreement. And you can find out more information by going to Rebecca Dawson. Dot net. Uh, thank you in the chat. I think so, too. It was a great show. Thank you all so much for co-creating this with me. I so appreciate all of you and really honor your path and your gifts. Um, a lot of crossover, a lot of similar information. Um, so I love that when there's that resonance uh, with the guests. So if you would like um, any information on Awakenings with Michelle Mache or you have uh, email questions you want answered on air or guest suggestions, topic suggestions, you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Maybe our producer will uh, take care of that, uh, especially if it's guest concerns. And um, this weekend, the 16th, but for um, aligning to the spirit realm and navigating 2021. And the tarot course also starts on this month, January 23rd. You can find out more information at soulplayground.life and you want to connect with me further, soulplayground.life. All right, everyone, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and, of course, keep awake. That's a lot of night.
Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued Awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake? 